I took a little extra time to make sure that I'm positive enough. Marquette opens their Big East schedule. They open at home tonight against Creighton. We're joined by Steve Novak. It is a state law. Steve Novak doesn't even know this, that any time Marquette opens a Big East season, he must be interviewed by someone. I'm more than willing to take that role. Money, how are you? That's what he was called when he shot threes, because whenever he shot a three, it was money. Uh, did anybody call you money after Marquette, or does that just us? You know, every once in a while, my, my dad, I think he really enjoyed when you called me money. So every once in a while, he calls me money, but I, he might be the only one left. And I, I appreciate <laughs> it when you call me money. I liked it. All right, now let's get back to this. I've been doing Marquette basketball since 1989. My first year Steve, was Tony Steve's Smith. Steve's got a lot of money. He does, yes. You can loan me some, too, yeah, Steve, he'd like if you want. Yeah, he'd like to thank the coach of the Knicks who appreciated I that. Spent, he, I spent a lot of money. My wife has spent a lot of money. Ain't nobody tell you have all them kids. The... That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are in private school. The money's gone. Okay? You know what? Do you exactly. remember, did I ever tell you what Steve Novak told me? As a homer, I want to become the father of our country, literally. <laughs> He's trying. He is. He's just a... No, the reason is, is oh. so I've been here since 89. I remember only a few games. But I remember the first Big East game Marquette ever played. Steve Novak had like 100 points, 50 rebounds. UConn came in as the second-ranked team in the country. I'm watching the pregame. Rudy Gay is their star. And I thought, he's like Dwayne Wade, only five inches taller. I thought UConn was going to win by 100. Their point guard had coming back. Marquette whooped them. It is, I think, the most amazing. And granted, Marquette beat Villanova when they were number one. But in terms of the game, the first Big East game ever, it should never be forgotten. And Steve Novak, how many points did you actually have? Uh, we, I think we were texting earlier, and I think that as the years go on, I, I would like the number to continue Is to go Is it 41? Up. Yeah, it's 41, yeah, 41 points. But I think the rebounds over the years, Homer, as I come on, I would just like for it to continue to increase. I think you had gonna... 17. Or yeah, I like short? that. It was it was 16, 41 and 16, but I like where you're at. Now, are you offended by, I step. always say, the amazing part to me? 41 and 16? No, the 16 was amazing. He could have scored 60 points. I wouldn't have been surprised. 16 rebounds. He was Why? He didn't rebound like he scored. Yeah, Tony, why is he saying that? What but, do you mean? What's but I have to, He's saying I you're a subpar rebounder. No, I didn't say that. But yeah, I, you're saying. Well, I, but I, I, this is almost like Argentina. <laughs> I think he led the team in rebounding that season. He's so. ripping your rebounding right now. All right, between rude, shooting and rebounding, what do you remember about between. Steve Novak? Yeah, it's, of course it is. Still, he can do two He's things. He's seventh in the history of the he NBA. He can still do two shooting. things. He does one great, the other one, uh, eh. Come on, he's seventh. Let's check to see where he is in rebounding percentage or per rebounds per game in the NBA. Where do you think you are, uh, Money? What, 8,000th? Hey, Money, I'm not calling you a one-trick pony. That's Homer over there. Hey, 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 there's only been 5,000 people that have ever played in the NBA. Hey, you watch your mouth, Homer. Hey, you yeah. listen, Tony, Tony, I feel a lot of respect coming from Tony. You know, it's like... Thank you. If there's a, if there's a, you know, I think, I know Tony relates. You know, he was playing for the Lakers, and he knew he was going to be out there getting buckets, but he's probably realizing if he can get a few rebounds, get a few steals, coach can't take him out. It was just, there was that mentality in college. I'm thinking if I can get as many offensive boards, couple defensive boards. I'm thinking there's coach can't take me out. The shots, like you're saying, they were going to come, but you're right. The rebounding number was definitely the one I was most proud of in that game. And I think that just represented the kind of game it was where it's like the ball is coming to you. You're in the right spots. Everything's kind of going right. And, you know, I think that a lot of times offensively, you have your best games. I'm sure Tony, you experienced that too. And you're playing some of your best defense and, you know, some things are going your way. You get a couple breaks and that really was, 
I think especially in the second half of that UConn game, we were up by six at half. We won by, I think, 25. And I think that second half, it, was, it, it very much reminded me, uh, the Kentucky game reminded me a lot of that as well. It was one of those games where we just could do no wrong. And, um, yeah, I like flashing back. I like looking Dude, back hey. to 2006. How, hey, how how the how much do you remember the first game ever? How, how, for how much do you remember that game, Steve? Because I know I remember some of the games you have, and just it happens in every game. You kind of figure out like no, what, what his, you can do on that, on a certain team. That Hold was the greatest game but ever. You can, what you find kind of figure out what you can do, right? Who, did you did you kind of feel like okay, I can get shots on these guys because whoever's guarding me, they don't know what I'm doing. They can't. They can't find me. I just. Can, I know how to get the open spot on this dude. I know there's some games where I'm like, this dude can't guard me. Just give me the ball. He cannot guard me, and I'm going to be able to do whatever I want to. It seemed like you were just finding shots. Yeah, and it was. And to be honest, it, Cal, you know, Coach Calhoun was he was kind of comedic post game, talking about their performance and Rudy Gay and putting different guys on me. They had. You know, Marcus Williams was their point guard who had just came back that yep. game from the yep. laptop scandal. But they yep. had, you know, Josh Boone and Richard Anderson and um, Hilton Armstrong and all these guys. I think they had six guys that it seemed like were like top no, They, they were supposed year. to win the national championship right. that year. Yeah, and they, and they were ranked number two at that time. But I just remember Coach Calhoun, every time I scored at one point, I think it was in the second half, Every single time I scored on a guy, he, he, was, nuts. Being, he, he was being a, a jerk and he was yes. making a point. He was put a new guy on me every time. He'd go, oh, Rudy can't guard him. All right, we'll put Hilton Armstrong. So it worked, in, in, like you're saying, in my favor, where it was like we were running some of the same plays, but the, the guy that was guarding me in the last possession, was he wasn't on me anymore. Right. So it was a new play to him. And so it was kind of funny listening to him in the press conference. He's killing Rudy Gay, and he's saying all that. And I was thinking, if you would just left one guy on me, you, you probably would have figured it out, but I was glad he didn't. No, he was crazy. He went crazy. There were assistants trying to help, and he pushed the ball. He, I don't know if you, how much you noticed, but I think I'm fair in saying Calhoun went nuts during that game in the second half. Did you get any any observation other than who was playing you? Yeah, he went nuts, and I, I mean, that was who he was, right? And that was the guys. I feel like that's how he he coached those guys, and it usually worked and motivated them. And you know, the first half, if they're having a bad game, he'd act crazy. They'd come out and they'd smoke a team because they were they were so talented. But I think that. That was honestly what I would imagine happened. We were up six at half. I'd imagine he laid into him, and then we started the second half just cooking. Crushed and it was, you know, Jarrell McNeil was having a game too. It's like I always joke with him and tell him, you know, Jarrell, you had a 19.12 rebound performance against a number two team yep. in the country that year. And I said, no one even knows because I had 41 and 16. <laughs> Every time I'm with them, I tell them, I said, I know, but just know I know. And he had a lot to do with that win too, but. I like to give Marquette. Right, I say it was your greatest game ever at Marquette, but I don't know if you say that. Uh, it was for sure. You know, I, I think back to my college days, hitting the game winner against Notre Dame. It's yep. like I, I was going to mention that. Foot on, oh, and, you know, you realize, look, it's not just, you know, my personal game. It's what the games mean to the alumni and the, the guys that came before you. And it's like when I stepped foot on campus at Marquette, you know, alumni are coming up to me and they're, they're shaking your hand and going, it's so great you're here, we're excited, you got to beat Wisconsin and you got to beat Notre Dame. And it was like, wow, okay, and you're in at like five, six, they're like, this means a lot to these these guys. And you, you quickly get a pretty good idea once you get on campus of, you know, the, the biggest games. And I think UConn at the time, I mean, that's not circled. Going into the Big East is huge. But I think that Notre Dame game stands out 
obviously the Wisconsin battles just because it's, you know, it's back and forth always. But for me, in my senior year, to be trying to prove myself, to try to make a push with that special freshman group. And, you know, of course, for myself, try to make a name and and get drafted that season all at the same time. I think it it was. It was a, a big night. Bo Ellis came up to me after the game, and he's out in the family lounge. And he says, come here, come here, come here. I said, well, what he says, he whispers in my ear. He said, young man, you made a lot of money tonight. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you made a lot of money tonight. And then I brought it up to him one time later. And he said, do you know what I meant when I said that? I said, I just felt like you, you meant, you know, I was getting buckets and I played great. And he was like, no, no, there were. NBA. Yeah, there were scouts. And I mean, of course, he's, you know, at the time you're so in it. I had been kicked out of practice the day before. I'm, I'm mad at Coach Cream. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just throw that in and move on. <laughs> All right, tell us in practice. Now, he just kicked you out to get you mad and fire you up for the game. Come on, admit it. Oh, for, you know, he was a, Coach Crean was and is a master of motivation and psychology. And it was, you know, the, the night that, the afternoon before we had practice, he, was it was one of those sessions where we were just he was he was kicking our butts and realizing it's going to go one way or the other you know we're going to either show up and respond the next day or we're going to be so shot because we just went so hard and we were running and playing war drills and I mean we might as well have been wearing football pads and he just had enough and I think I I, I asked him this last I'm, year I must that have was missed that practice <laughs> you might have I did not uh I got kicked out and he said look he thought coming into that game we were going to get crushed he, he was like I think I, I went too hard on you guys we got no chance these boys are gonna kill us but we came out I think we were we were so angry at coach and knew we were on a big stage and it was our first Big East game that you know sometimes a little bit of crazy goes a long way and <laughs> we we were we were distracted by I think uh how mad we were at coach Crean and how much we felt like we had to prove to him that we ended up cooking coach Calhoun and, and UConn um, hey, were you ever kicked out of another practice? Uh, yeah, I got kicked out a few times. A lot of guys get kicked out and it's just, you know, when he feels like you're there and you're not focused and a lot of times it happens pretty quick where it's just like a lack of, a lack of focus. You're making mistakes. You turn the ball over. I mean, he would, he would kick me out for not shooting or make the whole team run. If I got an open look and I decided to pump fake pass it, he'd be like, all right, get out of here. You don't you know what? You don't even understand what your role is. Just leave. You can't help us. And oh. would kick me out for not shooting a shot. And I was like, well, all right, I'm going to shoot it next time. So, that, I mean, that worked too, actually. Steve Novak, every time Marquette opens the Big East season, it will be Steve Novak on a show because in Marquette's first ever Big East game, he went 41-16 and 16 as Marquette upset the number two-ranked UConn. And if anybody was there, they were more are, amused are by Calhoun. This, are we getting this take on the current squad? Oh, hold on, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, 94-79. Now, I'll let the two of you decide. Steve Novak did lead the team in rebounding that year. <clears throat> five Very po- nice. 5.9. And he had 16 against UConn with monster guys. You mentioned Armstrong, Rudy Gay. If there was a team, I would have said that Novak or no one could ever get 16 rebounds. It was that UConn team. Who am I forgetting? There was Armstrong. They were all like first-round picks. Rudy Gay, and there was it Hilton. There was a third guy who was huge. Hilton was Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah but there was Armstrong. another guy. I don't know. There's yeah, a third. I can't remember who it was. Right. But anyway, so is it is it rude for me to say 16? Like I'm surprised? Even yes. though he, it is, yep, uh, rude, in my uh, opinion, money is it? Is it? Do you agree? 
It was, I'll give you this. So, look, if I average, we'll call it six. Let's just round up from 5.9 yeah. to average six yeah. per game. Yeah. So I'll give you that getting 10 more than your average is, I, okay, fine. It's a, little, it's a little unexpected. But maybe let's say I was on the trajectory to get 16. So <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right. I will, no, I, I, will, I will apologize and accept because uh, um, uh, Hall of Famer wouldn't know this, but whenever Novak is at a charity event, he knows oh, if I'm the auctioneer, he's going to contribute something, even if he had no intention. Uh, we're at about three different dinners that he's agreed to. I don't know if he's ever actually done them. So I want people to know that you are very open to that. You have no reason to be open. You do always look with your look at your wife first to make sure. But uh, you've been very kind to various uh, various uh, charities that benefit from you being willing to go out and uh, have something to eat after a Bucks game. And I have to say, Homer. People may not know this. Homer is the greatest auctioneer of all time. He's basically like a, a you hired a show and he's raising money. They, Tony, they already I know, know you've that. seen this multiple times. They don't know this. You bring a oh. special jacket. Oh, they see You bring them. something that you donate that he, you he auction a, off. He brings a bag full of goodies. <laughs> yeah, he does. And one of those goodies is to check and go, is Novak in the room? Because we got a Bucks game you're going to with dinner with the Novaks. <laughs> Uh, Money, congratulations. It is one of the great performances in the history of market basketball, given what you did and the game, the first Big East game ever. The number, it was, it's uh, it's special and it always should be remembered for that. And you know, I'm bugging you wherever you are every year when I'm involved that Marquette has their Big East opener. I got nothing but love. You can bother me anytime you want, Tony. You know, you're my guy. Love you as well. But I, uh, I hope Marquette keeps that. First Big East game of the year going against Creighton and kicks their butt and wins by 25 as well. Yeah. See, did we get in enough about the game? Uh, not really, but we got a break. All right. Thanks, Money. All right, Steve. You got it, guys. We'll talk One to of them. the greatest shooters in the history of the NBA, Steve Novak. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember why I wasn't in practice. That was the year I was there. Really? Yeah. I know why I wasn't in practice. Why? I never go to practice. <laughs> <laughs> haven't for 30 years. Shocker. Shocker. Jason Wildey, next.